0: And it's uh, now when marriage is no go beyond five years You really bless God, hallelujah amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. So, so I don't want to boast or what But I'm just grateful to God for a wonderful marriage And like you were saying that if the foundation is good If the foundation is right If God is in it, you will see you through, amen. amen But once the foundation is shaking You know, it's like just building your house on a sandy sandy soil. When the storm comes, it will wipe it away. The same with marriage. So I encourage the young people, the singles, who who are still looking. Even as we're praying, these prayers, you need to take them. Very important. You are saying, pray for your wife, pray for your husband. If you are single, you pray for your husband to be. You pray for your wife to be. I remember when I was a youth, I used to pray those prayers that God I don't know him right now but I'm just I'm praying right now that this is the man that I want a man who fears you a man who is a family man and I will declare those things so if you are single don't think oh that prayer was boring they were telling us to pray for our husbands for our wives and you think you are single pray for your future for your husband to be your wife to be there is a lot to pray about hallelujah and you prophesy into your future and god will fulfill that word concerning your life amen Amen. Amen. shall we go to the book of second corinthians chapter 3 which is uh which has been our theme today Uh, second corinthians chapter 3 i will read uh, our main verses uh, 17 to 18 but i'll start from verse 7 Says, I'm reading from the King James. But if the ministration of death and engraven in, in stones was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away, how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more doth the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excelleth. For if that which is done our way was glorious, much more that which remaineth is glorious. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech, And not as Moses which put a veil over his face that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded. For until this day, remaineth the same veil and taken away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which veil is done away in Christ? Hallelujah. Which veil is done away in Christ? But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit. Where And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Maybe let me read from the NIV as well, simpler. Now if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory transitory though it was, will not the ministry of the spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that brought condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness. For what was glorious has no glory, now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was transitory came with glory, how much more greater is the glory of that which lasts. Amen. Amen. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are very bold. Amen. Amen. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unfailed faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Say to your neighbor, ever increasing glory. Ever increasing glory. glory. Hallelujah. There is not. they are higher, they are degrees of the level of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. They are degrees of the level of glory. We've been saying we are moving from glory to glory. And I also want to say tonight, they are degrees of the level of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And when we look at this passage, you know, when Paul was talking and Paul begins to talk about, you know, about the history about the two covenants the old covenant and the new covenant and you know the old covenant which I, which was about Moses and how the law came and you know they, they were saying you know and, and you know we already even the other time pastor was preaching about Exodus 34 how Moses cried to God when they were going when they were going you know when they were going into the promised land it says you know if your presence does not go with us in Exodus 33 we are not going to make a move. And then God says, you "No." Know, and He now says, "No." To God, show me your glory, show me your presence, Hallelujah. Amen. And that's when now, you know, and Moses would talk to God, he says he would talk to God face to face. You know, as a man speaks to his friend. And Moses would talk to God. And in Exodus 34, when he came to the children of Israel, and that's when you know when they came, they couldn't look at him because his face was shining with the glory of God, because of him being in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. And then we now see here, and Paul now refers to that portion of scripture from Exodus 34. How? Let's, I think it's good that we go to, to the Exodus 34 from verse 29. Let's just go through a bit to the history from Exodus 34, verse 29. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, with the two tablets of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wished not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with them. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him, and Moses talked with them. And afterward all the children of Israel came nigh, and he gave them, He gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. So when you are speaking to the children of God, uh, to the children of Israel, Moses would put a veil. Because they could not withstand the glory of God, the presence of God. They didn't have a relationship like we have today. Today is now direct. When Jesus Christ came, when he died on the cross and the curtain was torn, we have direct access. Hallelujah. Amen. We have direct access. But then the children of Israel, they were relying on Moses. They were relying on the priest to go in. They were relying. They could not do it directly. So they did not even want. They were so afraid of the glory that they were saying, no, his face was shining with the glory. So when Moses came down and speak with them, gave them the commandments, he would put the veil. But when he goes before God, he says he would take the veil off. And then he talks with God, and he's in the presence of God. And when he's in the presence of God, the presence of God wraps on him. And and you know, the veil is off, and this is what we are doing nowadays, we have direct access, hallelujah. But then the children of Israel, they did not have the access, amen. Amen. And Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spoke unto the children of Israel, that which he was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone. And Moses put the veil upon his face again until he went to speak with him. Amen. Amen. So, so you can see Paul was now talking, referring back to this issue, to the story of Moses. And he was talking, you know, about how Moses was a great man of God, and when we read even in the word of God, it says he would speak to God as a man speaks to his friend, face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And Moses, we we all know how he went through when, when he crossed the Red Sea with the children of God. He was speaking to God, God gave him command, and the sea parted for the people of God to cross over. And even Moses, he was the one who came with the law, which is the old covenant, as he was speaking to God, and he delivered the commandments. Hallelujah. And such a great man of God, such a man who had a, a, a relationship with God. But Paul now says here, you know, says that what? That covenant, it was only temporal. It was only passing away and the real thing came. The new covenant came in where Jesus Christ came in. And then all, you know, the, 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 the gap there that we had, the barrier that we cannot meet with God directly, it was taken away. And nowadays we have direct access by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So he compares the two covenants. He says, Look here, beloved, before then, but look at the things that that man did. But he says that that covenant, all those things were passing away, but now we have the real thing, the thing which lasts, hallelujah, the spirit of God is here doing the work until Jesus Christ comes, until forever, there is no more stopping, and we must be now beholding the glory we must be reflecting that glory hallelujah, hallelujah Amen. amen So he gives us that contrast between the contrast between the old covenant and the new covenant, and between you know he shows the 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 being led by the law and the new covenant that we have there which is the dynamic leadership of the spirit of God in our lives. Hallelujah. And even the word of God continues to say where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. Hallelujah. Where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. Before then they were relying with Moses going before them to go and talk to God. Even when you read about the priest and the Israel the priest would go into the chapel into the Holy of Holies and then they would put a rope to make sure that if he himself was carrying sin and if he dies they will pull him because there was no direct access to going to the holy of holies hallelujah And that covenant was just passing away. But we are in the new covenant, where we have direct access to God, where we can talk to him 24 hours, where even if you are eating, even if you are working, whatever you are doing, you can talk to God. So what hinders us from showing the glory of God? Hallelujah. What hinders us that even if you have been a child of God, you are still at that same level. People, when they see you, they should be, you know something, there's some times when people just see you, they can't just resist you. They just see something is different because you have the glory of the Lord. And God is challenging us in this season that we have been talking about the glory of God. That we need to go deeper. We need to go deeper, beloved. We need to go deeper. That's why, you know, I was saying like last Sunday in the sermon, that we have many people that we meet in our lives. We have many people that are going through all kinds of challenges. And we just talk with them, you know, just not like a daisy We don't even preach Christ to them don't, don't even see the difference that is in them. Why don't they come to ask us? Oh my brother, what is so why is why are you different? Why is it that things don't work for us, but things work for you? Mm-hmm. Where can people see a difference? Where are we suffering the same way they are suffering, the same way they are going through stress, depression? Why? Why? Where is the glory? Where is the glory? Are we talking to God? Are we relating to God? You know, we are in the new covenant. We have direct access. 24 hours. The Spirit of the Lord is there. He is doing His work. He is in us. We are the temple. We are carrying Him. Before then, you did not have the Spirit of God all time with you. Hallelujah. And what is hindering us? Are we moving from one level of glory to another? We should be going deeper. Amen. Amen. The ministry of the, of the Spirit is more, splen- it's more splendid than the ministry of condemnation. The law brought condemnation because the law would say, don't do this. If you do this, you will die. If you do so, it brought a lot of condemnation. But the ministry of the Spirit, it brings life. It brings life. There is freedom. Freedom to live for God. And we take that freedom for granted. Yeah. May God help us. Amen. Amen. The ministry of the, you know, of the Spirit is more impressive. It's more impressive. That's what Paul was trying to say in this, in this passage. To say, you know, the ministry of the Spirit is more splendid. You talked about, you no know, more, how Moses, how he went into, I you know, and he had to put on a veil when talking to the children of Israel that they will not see the glory. And then when it goes to God, you know, so we are like, in our dispensation is like when Moses was going into the tent of meeting and meeting with God, the veil was withdrawn. He was just talking direct to God. He was in direct contact with the glory. And imagine we are living like that every day. We are living like that every hour, every second. And are we living that Are we talking to God? Are we having that communion? Are we having the fellowship of the Holy Spirit? We say it every Sunday that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the communion of the Holy Spirit, every Sunday we declare it, that let it be our daily thing. Are we having that? Are we having that? Are you communion with the Holy Spirit? How deep are you going with Him? (laughs) Amen. Amen. We have that direct access. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 9 says, For if the service that condemns the ministry, this is now amplified. For if the service that condemns the ministration of doom had glory, how infinitely more abounding in splendor and glory must be the service that makes righteous. The ministry that produces and fosters righteous living and right standing with God. Because when Jesus came, he brings righteousness. When you accept him as your personal Lord and Savior, he brings righteousness. The law would bring condemnation. You would feel condemned. or oh, it always says do this, and you always you see that you are falling into a goal. You go back again into that sin. So you were always living in condemnation. Hallelujah. But you know the ministry or the ministry of Jesus Christ, they it brings righteousness. That we live righteously with God. Hallelujah. It fosters righteous living and right standing with God. We have that ability. We have the power of God. We have the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And he is there till forever. Hallelujah. Till Jesus comes. Unlike the law, it was a passing away. We had to wait for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It was something temporal, but we have something that lasts forever. Amen. 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 It also says the glory of the law in the face of Moses it compares you know the glory of the law that time it was in the face of Moses and now the glory of the gospel is through Jesus Christ mm. now the glory of the gospel is through Jesus Christ and you works in us through the Holy Spirit amen, amen. And you know, like I was saying, that dispensation, it was just, it was passing away. It was only for a time. That's what Paul continues to explain. That the glory of on the face of Moses, it was just temporal. It was just something that would go away. Yet is somebody who even parted the seals. Yet is somebody who did great miracles for God. And what of us now? We are even in a better dispensation in the glory that lasts forever. Amen. 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 So the Lord didn't bring life to God's people, but the Spirit brings life. The law faded away, but the Spirit of God lasts forever. Amen. Amen. And the power of God, you know, was like, to Paul, it was like, you know, the power when it lights a bulb. When you went in and when you was rubbing with the glory, you will come in like a bulb there that is shining. Because it was connected. When you take off the power there, then it goes down. And for him, then the glory would fade away. But the more, if he goes to God, and and then the glory, it was something temporary. But we, we can, we have it all the time. We have it 24 hours. We have the spirit of the living God. We have the greater glory. And even God says, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Hallelujah. And we have that liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But how much more many Christians we take this liberty for granted. Nowadays, we are saying all kinds of things. We are even bringing all kinds of doctrines. We take the liberty that we have for granted. Hallelujah. But that liberty is for us to show forth the glory of God. That freedom we have in the spirit, the freedom to worship, to worship him anytime, to worship him even on your bike, to worship him even when you are working, to be praying anytime. Those, that, those days they had to wait for a certain time you go to the temple. You see what the way even other religions do today, that they have to wait for a certain time, they have to look for whatever direction the sun is, but we, we don't have that hassle. We are very free. You might not even have to look for, when, when, when I get to my house or what, you can pray anywhere. You can go to the toilet and be praying when they think you're in the toilet, whatever. But you are just praying. If you just decide, I need to just go and pray now. Even where you are sitting, you can be in an interview and praying. And that is the freedom that we have. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the freedom, hallelujah. The spiritual freedom that we have of the Holy Spirit. And that we should maximize on as children of the of God. That we should move be moving from one level of glory to another. Degrees of glory to another degree of glory. Are you growing in your life? Are you desiring more of the glory of the Lord in your life? Are you desiring to walk with Him daily? Or is all like one day of oh ah, this week I've been trying? Ah, then next week. And is it really by you? Have the spirit in you, hallelujah. Amen. 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 So we do not have the veil anymore. And that was now Paul was saying to the verse that I wanted to say in in verse 18. Hallelujah. But we all with unveiled face, uh, unveiled face, beholding as in, in the mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord the spirit. Amen. Amen. So we are like beholding in a mirror. That's how Paul now tries to like, like, you know, when you look into a mirror, I think almost every one of us, whenever you, you have baths, you're dressing up, you always look into a mirror. Who doesn't? I've heard some people, who are some very rare people, I think, you can, <laughs> we just say, I, I don't look into the mirror. I just oh, say, oh, it's surprising. Isn't it? We all look into the mirror. Everyone wants to look into the mirror. Why? Because the mirror gives you an impression of how you are looking it gives you an impression of how you look. Mm -hmm. And here Paul saying, like we are beholding in the mirror, we are looking in the mirror, and what we see is God, and we see God through Christ in the mirror, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And we are beholding him every day in our lives, you know, and moving from glory to glory. That's why we must behold His glory. Hallelujah. It's very important. When we look into the mirror, we are looking to God. We are seeing God. We are seeing the image. We should be seeing more and more of the likeness of God in our lives every day. Every day. We should be seeing more and more of His likeness. Hallelujah. Because we are being transformed. We are beholding the glory of God each and every day. Hallelujah. And we need to be beholding the glory of God. What is beholding? It means looking, seeing, watching. And also the other word, you know, which is mentioned there in the, the Hebrew word, the verb that they were saying, is the one we say metamorphosis. The English word which talks about metamorphosis, which is a complete transformation. It's a transformation, a complete change It was used again on the transfiguration In Matthew 17 verse 2 When Jesus was transfigured, when he was with his disciples It's a complete transformation There must be a complete transformation Of you, the inner being You, when we have received Christ When we have come to the knowledge of Jesus There must be a complete transformation A complete metamorphosis A change of our lives The inner, the within, the inside There should be a change, hallelujah And that's the way that they say That was used, the verb that is used there, the Hebrew or the Greek, which is used to describe the change. Hallelujah. That it should be a complete change. And that is what God requires from us. Amen. Amen. That we should metamorphosize. There should be transformation. How many years have you been a Christian? Has your life changed? The way you talk, has it changed? The way you, you do things, has it changed? The way you behave, has it changed? Can people see the difference? There are some people, even the same way, it can the the difference cannot be seen. But we should be beholding the glory of God and there should be change daily, daily life, the daily life, we should be partaking of his glory. And you know, every day we should be seeing the likeness of God in our lives. The likeness of God. When people come when they see, come to church, when they see AGP people, when they see us around as a child of God, seeing that change, you know. And when people would, do, you know, not everyone would just wonder, people just want to favor you, but because there is something. Yeah, is. Then in those, in those days, the children would say, so, you know, your light your is light, it's so, it's so shining in your face, we can't see, we can't hope to see it. These days, they cannot just explain. Right. they would just tell you, oh, we, decided, we just decided to, to, to do this for you. We just like you, we just don't know last, last, last two weeks ago my boss just called me Said oh I just want to uh, We want to promote you We want you to go a higher a higher grade oh, And we are going to bed dated. it I never asked for it I never even not thought about it I, I was just thinking oh when my time comes Maybe it's time for me to grow and move on to Something else We just don't know, we just want to I just see you as a manager I just want you to rise up to that level And why you are doing that for me so you will see those things just happening in your life, even the way they treat you at work. The way they treat you. Because there is a certain glory. And people, the glory of the Lord should be seen in our lives. Mm-hmm. We should move from glory to glory. There should be a degree of, no, a, a moving to another degree of glory. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we, we see God mirrored in Christ. He's saying when we look, it's like gazing into a glass Beholding Christ, you know, seeing God mirrored in Christ. Colossians 1, verse 15 says, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? He is the image of the invisible God. We should see Christ, we should see Christ. And the way Christ operates in our days is through the Spirit of God. We are in the dispensation of the Spirit, and He is operating in our lives through the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the image of the Adam nature becomes less distinct. People now begin to see less of the flesh in our lives. Galatians 5 talks about the works of the flesh. And then it also goes again to talk about the works of the spirit. It goes when we are beholding the glory of God, when we are looking into the glory of God, when we are looking unto Jesus, when the spirit is working within us, the works of the flesh, they should be seen less and less and less, and less in our lives. And the fruit of the Spirit, the work of the Spirit, should be seen more. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's one way of the things we see that we are growing, that we are moving from glory to glory. The things that you used to do, the way maybe you would get angry, and people would know, oh, you might crush everybody, no you beat, know, or whatever. The way you get so impatient, some of the things you would do, The way even you would think, even your thoughts, you find that there is a change in your thoughts. Even if you see someone, you begin to think bad things, you just find something just comes up. So no, 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 I I shouldn't think about this thing. I shouldn't view this situation as this, because the word of God says this and this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we begin, even when we see sinners, we begin to love them with the love of God, and want them to share that which we have experienced. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we need, brethren, we need to 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 behold every day. It's called beholding or reflecting. Reflecting the glory. Reflecting. It's like it reflects in a mirror. You see Jesus. You see God. And you see, and that likeness is also you begin to be like him. You begin to be like him. You begin to like him. Every day, every day, every day Imagine even as we grow with age Day and day, day by day you are adding Age to your life What if it's also the same thing that day by day We are growing, we are growing in the grace In the things of God, hallelujah Amen Amen. Amen. So through, through Christ This fail was removed Through Christ the fail was removed And for us we have no more fail we, we no longer have the veil. We have the direct access. We can call upon God. Why, what is it that we need? We need to desire more of the glory of the Lord in our lives. We need to move from that one level of glory. Hallelujah. We need to grow in the gifts of the Lord. We need to grow in spiritual things. The things that we need to move from one. We need to assess, to look, evaluate in our lives. Like, you know, the way that Kim says, God is saying to somebody, come up. He says, come up, he says that Noah, you know, it's 1 Corinthians 2 verse and it says that I has not seen, nor ear has heard what the Lord has in store for those that love him, those that call upon him. <laughs> there are great things that are waiting for us, beloved. Even the word of God says, call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things. There are great things that are waiting for us. There are great things that God wants to reveal to us. But we need to desire more. We need to move from one level, one degree of glory to another. We need to see God more. We need to worship Him. If you worship God, you become closer and closer to Him. We need to live a life of worship. We need, don't need to be cringe to say, oh, let's worship God. All oh, be encouraged. If we could all oh, just, you know, if it becomes a habit in our lives, it means when, when we just worship, then we, we just flow. When you worship God, and that was, you know, Moses was communing with God, he was in the presence of God, he was talking to God, he was, you know, he was having fellowship with him, and worship is like we are just worshiping, we are, you know, we are exhorting him, we are telling his greatness, and then the presence comes, the glory comes upon you, amen, the glory comes upon you, hallelujah, amen. And the other things we need is to read the word of God. Because when we read the word of God, it helps us to understand who God is. It helps us to worship him. It helps us to have a deeper understanding of who he is. Amen. 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 And we need to grow. We, these days we have so many things that are distracting us. We are, we are so busy with so many things. It's either our studies, social media. We are doing all kinds of things. And we find that we just take the word of God as temporal. We just take reading the word of God as temporal. Are we reading the word of God every day? Are we following? Are you researching topics to say, this season, this is my time for me to grow? to learn about worship or it's my time to know about stewardship or it's my time and you just study that area that topic for for whatever for some time just for you to know and to grow and you don't need to wait for, for somebody or for the teachers to now come and teach it in search the scripture because you yourself you've already done it by yourself by the time they start teaching them here you are just all oh, like you're giving you're even you not know, telling what 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 it is but a lot of times, we, 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 we don't read the Word of God, we don't start the Word of God, we don't go depend into the Word of God. So that's why we have a lot of heresy. So whatever, you just hear one man of God talking on the television, you take it and it's already a doctrine. Mm. You take it and you're already claiming it and you will say, oh, this verse, oh, whatever, he is talking about. You don't even know what he's talking about, what he's referring to. But if you, you know... Even the word of God that is preached there, you no not just accept anything. Even what I'm preaching, you go and read further. What was the word of God saying? You go and research further. We need to come back to that. We need to come back to that, oh, that old-time religion, brethren. We need to come back to that old-time religion. God is looking for them. He says, you know, he's looking for those that will seek him diligently. Creation is waiting for the sons of God to manifest. And this is the time for the sons of God. We are, that's when, you know, it's, it's, we are in the last days, and it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad that even men of God, the things that you hear, that they are doing, you even wonder at these people standing on pulpits and sharing. People are so even are so lacking the fear of God, hallelujah. Amen. And we, we need, this is the time, this is the moment that even God wants us to arise, hallelujah. That we need to, the sons of God, the true daughters and sons of God should arise, hallelujah. Amen. People who have a personal relationship, we need to have a personal relationship with him. To have a, a prayer life. Hallelujah. When we talk to him, you can never go wrong. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So it means, you know, Paul was talking about, you know, beholding. It means, it was, the verb we meant about both, both beholding and reflecting. So we need to behold and to reflect the glory of the Lord. We need to behold and to reflect Christ. Hallelujah. We need to behold because when we see, when we look at him, when we follow him, when we watch him, if you're trying to be what something means, you're watching, you're following after something. Like what Minister was saying that we go, go, we need to seek after God. She said, "What we need people who follow after God." Hallelujah. Amen. Pursue God. There's a they who wrote they says that this book called the Pursuit of God. We need people that to be people that will pursue God, Amen. follow after God to follow hard after God that what is needed in these days that we are living in for us to reflect the glory of God for us to mirror Christ because we need to be developed to grow into his likeness and as we behold and you know and reflect we are transformed into his likeness mm-hmm. P- people will see Jesus Christ as they saw in the disciples that these are they are like the followers of Christ when they call them Christians in Antioch because they were like Christ And can people see Christ in us? Can people see Christ in us? All these things that we are crying out, that the social and whatever. If they really see Christ in people, when they see the Christ, when they see the glory, when they see the difference, people will turn to God. Hallelujah. And we need to grow into his likeness. Amen. Amen. We need to display Jesus. We need to display Jesus in our lives. We, our lives will be like advertising agents You know when there's adverts agents We only see the adverts of Coca-Cola We say, oh Coca-Cola, ah, they're always bringing Coca-Cola on this on this television But you know it's an adverts, it's an advertising agent who runs that Coca-Cola just employs an adverts, advertising agent To say, please advertise our product This is what we want, and like this, this, amen. amen We are like advertising agents for God That people will see Christ What they will see is Christ in us and the things are happening behind the scenes. What is happening? It's prayer, following after the word of God. Our communion with the Holy Spirit. Those are the things that are happening behind the scenes. And while when they so when you walk out, when you go out to your lecture room, when you go out to your workplace, wherever you are going, when you go to your football, you know, it's Christ they see in you. And people should see the difference. They should wonder, what is it with that sister? What is it with that brother? Amen. Amen. So that is my desire for tonight that you no know, let our lives reflect glory I want to know Him more and more. I want to seek Him more and more. I want to develop from one degree of glory to another. I want to move from one dispensation to another. I've been at this level for so long. I've been at this level for so long. I need to come up higher. Maybe you think you've arrived in your Christian life, but there are greater things. God is saying tonight that there are deeper things. We're being told in Revelation 4 verse 1. He says, come up higher. No matter which level you think, you can go to deeper levels. You can never know God enough, you can never know God enough even when the Holy Spirit moves in your life you will notice when the presence of God that he comes in all different all kinds of ways, sometimes you think you have experienced enough of the Holy Spirit, but the day one day he will surprise you in some way and you will touch your life in some way that you you yourself, you wonder, what is happening am I going to be alive, you know that when times the Holy Spirit touches you, you will feel like you are dying and you wonder if your life will ever be, you know, are you going to come up from this, but it's so nice, it's so Sweet, you know that there is something deep, there is something unique. It's so sweet, even if you are crying tears, you might lie on the floor, you might wake up with all tears. Then it's not like tears of, of sorrow or tears of suffering, but there is something, some sweetness, and you just cry, you just can't control it. You just can't, you know, you can go deeper we can go deeper and he says that we are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. where the Holy Spirit should be manifesting, we should be doing miracles hallelujah because when Christ is in us, when the presence is in you, so no matter what you meet, no matter what difficult situation you show for the glory of God. hallelujah. Amen. you heal the sick. You deliver those that are oppressed. Even they you know those that are straight, those that are, that are displaced, they just say, Oh, we just wonder in your presence. We just feel like laughing. We don't understand. You find that person at work who is the most, who looks sad, who is whatever. But when they talk to you, they, they behave differently because there is something. Because there is something. It's magnetic. It's magnetic. Once it comes, you just give it away. Hallelujah. Once it comes, it just give. you just give it away. You transfer it. Hallelujah. And that's what is needed for us. If we are going to turn around working again, we need to have to go deeper. We need to know, we need to move from glory to glory. We need to go higher and higher. Our Christian lives should change. Hallelujah. We need to be speaking the word of God. Even instead of just speaking all these things, what are those words we're saying, what's up want all, all these shortcuts? We- would be sharing more of the word of God. Have you ever, are you ever talking even when you talk with your friends? Do you ever share scriptures? Do you ever send a word of God? Even if your friend tells you something about, are you even, or you even refer them to Google? Yes, some things you can just share the Word of God. You know, this is what the Word of God tells. They will tell you, ah, I know I need to decide about this, about my partner, and this and this. Everything is there in the Word of God. You can share the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You can share. We spend so much time just doing chit-chat or other kinds of things, but we can share the Word of God. Hallelujah. You can drop someone a message even on that WhatsApp. You can encourage. This technology, we can use it even for our own good. Hallelujah. Amen. We can use it for our own or, you know To minister Christ This WhatsApp, this Skype, you can do calls You can preach the word, you can send someone Hallelujah I, 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 I speak to many people Many people in Africa, some people in UK Some people are just referred They told me, oh, yeah, have this problem And I just pray, I don't even know their face you don't even know their face. We just share on WhatsApp. Okay, somebody referred you to me, and this is. And I, I, I dish out scripture. I look for scripture or whatever, whatever. I dish it out, and sometimes I just have the impression when they are talking, and I give them scripture. And then you, hear somebody say, oh, you know what? My situation has changed. God has touched me. And we need to be ministering Christ. Let's use this social media, let's use this technology to minister Christ. Let's reach out for souls, hallelujah. Amen. Let's reach out for souls. Let the presence of God, you touch your life, even if you do whatever, then they'll start looking for a church. they wonder about this God, they want to, to find out a church. Oh, how can I go deeper? You, you even, even in countries you don't know, you begin to look for changes. Like now, because of AGP, I know many people from many countries. So when I help somebody, then even a country, I don't know. I know I, find, I can find a brother or sister. Then I say, please, find a church. Tell me a church, which one is a good church. Let me refer this person. Amen. We can make impact. Hallelujah. And that's what is God is calling us to, to manifest His glory. Hallelujah. To seek more of Him. Shall we rise upon our feet? And my brother, will you come on to the, to the piano, please?